We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the DGD Podcast. As always, Robert Reynolds. Got a lot to talk about. Yesterday morning, though, um, on uh, 6-6 D-Day, right, bright and early, the dogs get a commitment out of Justin Green um, out of Lawrenceville, Georgia, plays at Mountain View. Um, Big-time need, right, looking at about 6'5", 257. I guarantee he's probably bigger than that. Uh, Big-time need, though, at the five tech, uh, which we'll talk about it, but also what can Georgia expect next, right? There's a lot of, um, you know, that's 17 commitments right now. A lot to talk about there though. Uh, we're going to talk about who might be next, right? Who's next, if you will. Uh, we're going to talk some, some more targets with, that I think Georgia can land. Uh, also a couple other things, uh, looks like the Jaguars, uh, on Twitter about probably about an hour ago, uh, released their rendition of what their, you know, proposed stadium would look like after everything's done. Uh, I'm going to give my take on that, uh, just an instant reaction for you. Uh, also, seems like if you're a gamer, uh, there's a plan to potentially try to boycott the game because of name, image, and likeness. What does that mean, right? Uh, give you my thoughts on that as well. Uh, loaded show. First things first, though. I started my morning with Apotheos Coffee, and I hope you did the same as well. Apotheos Roastery on Instagram, Apotheos Coffee on Twitter. Go give them a follow. Uh, Apotheos Coffee, folks, it's the official uh, coffee and cold brew uh, partner of the Classic City Collective. Uh, Obviously, right now, as we are 87 days away from Georgia football, make sure to go to dgdpodcast.com forward slash apotheos. Use code COUNTDOWN and get 5% off your order. Now, with that being said, on specific days, on, certain, on only those days, if you use code DGD, you can get 30% off. But the only only days that that happens is when you when uh, the Spike Squad uh, posts a countdown. Uh, just give you a heads up. It's in a couple of days. So you need to go head over and follow UGA Spike Squad. Um, just letting you know, do that. I promise you. Excellent coffee all around, all around. Uh, J-O-double-G is in the building and says, 
that she drank her Classic City Collective Medium Roast K-Cup this morning. Speaking of, let us know in the chat uh, what your thoughts are on that. On that, what what are your thoughts on that? I need to know. Uh, they have K cups. They have regular coffee. I, I'm a whole bean type of person. Um, yeah, listen, excellent coffee. Thank you, uh, Patios, for the uh, for sponsoring the show. Now, with that being said, I want to jump straight into this while we wait for Kobe to come in. The Jaguars open up and they have their rendition right they tweet out a video about four minutes four and a half minutes long uh but there was one thing first off it, it looks amazing it feels like a little bit like SoFi, but it's it's it looks really really good right it looks awesome they even threw in the um the cocktail party uh a part of a graphic if you will but one thing that kind of intrigued me and, and i don't really feel confident about this was there was a potential, and I mean this in air quotes, potential satellite campus for Florida, a University of Florida satellite campus. Um, now, with that being said, that feels to me like it takes away from the true home and home neutral site, if you will, uh, portion of Jacksonville, if that were to happen. Uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily a fan of the satellite campus there. Because if you're trying to prove to me that it's a neutral site game and this is why you should keep it there, uh, yeah, sorry, that's not that's a no go for me on my thought. Right? I, I, there was there was hesitation to say it was a neutral site anyway. And if you bring on a satellite campus, there's no such thing as a neutral site uh, neutral site game at that point. I'm sorry, but that's just not that's just how I feel about it. Uh, you know, listen, we're about to see a home and home. I would assume. Right while they do the renovations to the stadium, and honestly, I think if you see one the environment, you're going to see ticket sales. Listen, whether it's in Athens between the hedges or whether it's in Gainesville in the swamp, both of those games will sell out, <clears throat> so every seat will be filled. And then also, what are the TV ratings? Are they going to you know the TV ratings? How are they going to look with a home and home? Right uh, now, I understand that it's a unique situation. I understand the environment. People, you know, people go there, right? We've had this discussion before. But, you know, and let me know in the comments below, right? And and on social media, for that matter, if you're listening on podcasts, let me know. What are your thoughts if they were to add a uh, UF satellite campus, right? Uh, to me, like I said, I just think that that takes away the, the neutral site aspect of it. Right? I just don't see that being neutral site anymore. Because if there's a partial campus there or whatever you know florida could honestly say that that's you know that's technically part of their campus who knows right we don't know obviously it's way too early but yeah i'm just not a big fan of the like i love the way it looks i'm not gonna lie it, it, it looks really nice but again i think that satellite campus is what's deterring me personally um and when when kobe comes on i'll ask him about this as well uh, in a little bit but I'm going to get off my high horse here and, and, and kind of get back into the the specifics here. Uh, DG Pat says he drank three Mountain Dews. Let's go. I've got to I've got to I've got to do my due diligence to try to convert you to a Patheos drinking. Uh, JWG says it was good. Nothing like smelling the grounds before roasting your own, but it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, listen, not everybody's a, a grinder, if you will. Uh, but no, I love the coffee. I love it. Uh, but no, I just want to kind of talk about that. I didn't know if that's news for some. 
but also this potential boycott uh, over the right over the the NIL and the new uh, what is it twenty or NCAA video game that would be coming out. Listen, I, I think fans just want the game. I, I was huge on NCAA all the way up until the last one in 2014. I was a huge – I love the game. I, I, I tried to get every single one. And I'm sure there are a ton of other folks that want that game. My thought was that I'm not necessarily worried about it, and I understand why and I know why athletes would. But you have to come up with something. Like, if you don't want to opt in, you don't want to opt in. Right? There shouldn't be a reason to boycott. Like, that's just my thoughts. Uh, listen, I just want the damn game. Just give us the game. If that means generic rosters, well, I don't care. I, I really don't. I just want college football game. That's all. I just want a college football video game and be done with it. You know, I understand. Like I said, I understand, you know, trying to get more out of it and everything like that. But I just think that when it comes down to it, the first year is going to be nuts, but people are going to buy the game. Uh, if, if it's a, if, if it's a functional game and it works uh, that it could be like it should, there's no reason for me to believe that you could sell it every year and never have issues ever. And, and I'm okay with that. I, I just think that we just need the game. <laughs> and I think I can speak on, a, on behalf of a lot of people uh, that play college football video games, but that's my thoughts. Again, leave your comments what you think. Um, do you think there should be a game, or do you think it's right for them to boycott? Let us, let us know what your thoughts are on that. Uh, but first, I think what it's, it's time to start talking. Uh, like I said, obviously, uh, you know, 6-6 yesterday, right, June 6th, uh, Georgia gets a commitment from Justin Green. Uh, and by the way, before I forget, uh, happy 6-7 to our friends down in Gainesville, uh, because that's where you're always going to be, if not worse. Six and seven. Uh, fuck you, Florida. But with that being said, you take a look at the recent commitment, right? Justin Green. And just watching some of his tape, right? What is Georgia getting out of this commitment? First off, five five technique, huge deal, huge deal for this class. You, you need it. When you start looking at guys like Warren Brinson and Tyrion Ingram Dawkins and all these guys that Georgia's about to lose along the defensive line, we know – how important the D-line is about to be anyway. But when you look at five technique, I felt like it's a bigger issue. You need that even more. And Justin Green is a huge piece to that pro, uh, to that puzzle, right? You land him over Auburn and South Carolina. Um, like I said, uh, looking at the on-three industry ranking, he's uh, 108th player nationally. Uh, like I said, six four and a half, six five ish, two fifty seven. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays a little bit bigger than that. Uh, and one of the things that stands out is his hand. His he fights with his hands. Uh, when you're on a defensive line, that's that's crucial. Uh, and he does it really, really well. Uh, he he can live in the backfield, and that's something that you need as well. Um, just overall, I'm extremely excited for it. First D line commit by the way, so far in this class, in the 2024 class, uh, which is wild to think. Um, you know, it, it is what it is, but I, I don't think the uh, that is just the end of it. It's definitely not. I think there's more to come. Uh, but I do want to take a look at, you know, what Georgia's class is composed of right now, uh, and then 
arguably see what could be next, right? You look at <clears throat> you obviously the headliner, Dylan Rayola, Ellis Robinson. There's your five stars. Demarcus Riddick, uh, depending on where you look at, as a five star. But you've got Jalen Riddell, Nykar, Jalen Hayward, Peyton Wood, your DeMello Jones, Dwight Phillips. Forget this. It, for some reason, it's been so quiet. Um, I just think that it's a very that's a very sneaky pickup. It's going to be a really damn good running back for us. Obviously, Justin Green, Ryan Buglisi. So you've got two quarterbacks: Nitro Tuggle, Marcus Harrison, Sakovi White, Colton Heinrich, Malachi Tolliver, and then Drew Miller is your 17 commits. Uh, uh oh, Don motherfucking Juan is in the uh, is in the chat. Smelling grounds before roasting. Can we say someone's in recovery? Juan and all seriousness to her defense. When you grind up coffee beans. The smell that it brings, oh, it smells so good. But then, obviously, you just want to have your coffee with it, too. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go up on her defense there. It's not recovery. I promise you. I promise you. Um, but, no, going back onto the sign, uh, into the things. All right, so you're looking at a lot of offensive pieces, right? Uh, you know, but the question comes, who who's next and what could be next, right? What does Georgia need in this class remaining-wise? You know, I think you still look at more defensive linemen, right? Probably five techniques. Uh, you're going to get that. I think you look for edge rushers, uh, receivers. Uh, I, I don't see an issue. I don't see a situation where you take less than three. I think you need four receivers just because of what you're about to lose. Just because of what you're about to lose in the receiving class. Um, you know, so I think you look at receiver, uh, some more pieces on the defense, and then you still – you've got Riddick at linebacker. But you miss out on Sammy Brown. Uh, so what does that look like, too? I think you're going to go to possibly even three linebackers, uh, depending on who wants to come. Uh, I think safety set outside. I think you're looking at K.J. Bolden being your main target there. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to say, none the least. Um, but if, you know, if you're if you're a person that loves the crystal balls, I think it's going to be interesting here. Uh, but before that, Juan does say, Buglisi and Raiola are working together to bring in recruits. Love this for the dogs. Yeah, so I'll 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 pose that and comment on that. Actually, I definitely think that is a huge deal, a uh, huge deal there uh, that you have two quarterbacks working together. Um, you know, obviously when when Raiola committed, there was also that huge speculation that Buglisi would decommit, uh, but it seems like he has took that in stride, and. That is that is best case scenario for Georgia. Uh, just saying that right there. That is huge. You know, you're working on getting the same guys, maybe even some different guys, um, which we're about to bring up here as well. Also, he says that KJ is in the bag. He thinks that KJ Bolden will be a dog. Juan, and if I had to say so today, I think so as well. Uh, just going to leave that there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let's see. DG Pack going back to our NCAA discussion, video game discussion. I'm creating Juan the Goat Daniels in NCAA 24 as soon as it comes out. Just saying, giant shoulder pads. Um, yes, even though I don't know if you would have to put like the if you ever created a player, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in a game in session here. Um, if you ever had a gamer. Uh, or video game and you were creating a player and you could change the shoulder pad height, I think you would have to have like a level 9,000. You would have to go over 9,000 uh, to fit Juan's shoulder pads in there. Um, just thinking there. 
Uh, also, if you didn't know the Dragon Ball Z reference, there you go. Um, but no, but anyways, going back to the recruiting, I'm staying on track here. Y'all are not letting me be elite today, uh, Brigade. What What is wrong with y'all? Um, but no, I mean, you look at what's next, right? I think you look at, um, you know, I think you look at linebacker because of the fact that you lose on Sammy Brown. And that was painful to see in all seriousness. Um, it's painful because he's such a good player. But when you if you if you're in on it and you understand, he just fits better at Clemson. Also add on the fact that his family was Clemson fans and he's got ties there. Serious ties to Clemson. Right. I think you look at this recruitment as it was more of a testament to Georgia being in it the way they were, considering all the circumstances that were around Clemson. So. Uh, yes, that's just my thought. Uh, Justin Williams, please. That's another linebacker, I think. Um, you know, I, I think you look at when we're talking linebacker, you know, how do you go about, you know, trying to, you know, I guess you could say cope from missing out on Sammy Brown. I think you look at two of them at least. I think you look at Joseph Phillips uh, out at Tuskegee, Alabama. Uh, pretty thick kid. Uh, I think about like 6'2", 250. I would expect him if he commits to Georgia, which I think he, I think he will. Um, expect him to lose a little bit of weight, right? I don't think you see him playing at 250, but at the same time, I do think that he would be a pretty damn good fit here at Georgia, at your inside linebacker. But then also to Jeff, uh, Jeff Hightoff, Justin Williams, I think is another one that uh, that could come to Georgia. I think he will. I'm gonna project him and say he will. Uh, but then you look at the, and depending on where you look at Justin Williams. That's the number one overall linebacker at, at, at points, right? Depending on how you look at it. So if, you, if you're to tell me that you keep Riddick while also getting Justin Williams and Joseph Phillips on top of what was just brought in in the 23 cycle, Glenn Schumann deserves the whole Brinks truck, uh, the whole Brinks truck and then some. That, there's no question about it at all. Um, just the just the insane, insane talent levels at linebacker throughout the whole room at that point, right? Just that would be nuts. It would be absolutely ridiculous to see that. But then also, I think you look at, um, you know, just recovered linebackers. You know, give me give me um, a Johnye, right? Give me give me Joseph John, a right? Yeah, the kid would be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'm just saying, I want him. I think, I think he, I think he comes in this class as well. Um, that's just my thoughts. <laughs> Excuse me. Back then, they made wands shoulder pads from the feathers of Grandma's feather bed. Why are you gonna mess up the bed like that? Come on, JWG, do better. You have to pluck a damn. You have to pluck a um, an ostrich. At least, at least two of them. You get bigger feathers, but no, I think you look at right going back to the D line. I think you look at uh, a John Yeh. Uh Give me what? Uh, give me Warren. Uh, wow, I can't say his name. Williams, no Rennie. I think it is. I, I know Oklahoma's big on him, uh, but give me that guy to pair with a John Yeh and Justin Green, and things are going to get interesting. Very quickly. Yeah, sorry. Williams Waniri, 
my bad. I, I apologize for that. Give me Williams Waneri. Uh, listen, this past weekend, I think Georgia made some significant ground uh, and, and moved the needle on a bunch of these kids. I think you look at Joseph Phillips uh, and Ajanye, uh, well, Joseph Phillips for sure, definitely moved the needle there. Um, you know, do, what do you see about Justin Scott? You know, things like that, right? It'll be very interesting to say the least. Um, definitely think it'll be interesting to see how things play out. Um, Jeff also says Justin Scott and or Williams Waneri, please, as well. Yeah, listen, I think I think you made some significant ground up on Oklahoma and made it where it's not just going to be a cakewalk to land him uh, if you're if you're Georgia at this point. Um, I, I just think that's the case there. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, and Waneri is, is a legit dude. <laughs> you need him in this class. I think you need D-line. You want to make sure you hit on a lot of these. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, let's see. So while we're talking on the recruiting as well, I think you look at receiver, right? I think you look at the receiver position. You know, there's been a lot of talk about Wingo and Matthews and and can Georgia flip Jeremiah Smith, things like this. I, I just don't see Wingo in this class. Uh, I, I just don't. You have Amari uh, Jefferson that just announced the top five out of Chattanooga. That might be a name I think you watch out for. Uh, before all said and done, um, you know, and honestly, I think I know Tennessee seems to be the team to beat here, but keep your eyes peeled on Mike Matthews. I, I, I just feel like Georgia's in it in a different way, if that makes sense, that, that we didn't expect to be in. So I think that's going to be a big deal and see how it goes from there. Uh, but watch out for that right there. I, I mean, and you always have to keep an eye out for Jeremiah Smith, right? Um, you know, we talked about it on Monday's episode where he took Ohio State commit out of his bio. Is it, you know, is he trying to do that to, you know, just kind of make people get off the trail or whatever? Who knows, right? We'll see what happens there. But, all, I mean, with Raiola, I think Raiola – gives you a, a decent shot to make that happen if that would be the case. Not saying it will, but I think with Raiola in the fold, that there's always that chance until it's done. Just just seeing what I'm thinking there. But I do want to take a look at some upcoming visits this weekend. you got another uh, huge, huge visit list. I wouldn't say it's as big as last weekend's, this past weekend's, but nonetheless, there's still – Another weekend of just loaded talent. Right, he starts off with uh, you look at coming in on uh, Thursday. You got Puglisi coming in, uh, and then you're looking at you know the weekend uh, coming in Friday. That you've got this is where it gets interesting. You've got KJ Bolden, Mike Matthews, Edric Houston. That's two Buford guys. Uh, Jordan Ross, Jordan Thomas, right? Uh, Jordan Jordan Ross being the edge, six four and a half, uh, out of Alabama. Jordan Thomas up in New Jersey, 6'6", 270-ish. Uh, you got Nitro Tuggle. Ethan Callaway from here up near Charlotte in Morrisville, North Carolina, uh, out of Lake Norman. Uh, Chauncey Bowens, which is a Florida commit, running back. Uh, I think I think that is one to watch because 
Georgia does need some running back. It would not surprise me if Georgia takes two or three even running backs in this class. Watch out for Chauncey Bowens and, and Gator Garbage. If, if just you just hope we don't take them. We'll see what happens. Uh, then you've got Fletcher Westfall out of Leesburg, Virginia, uh, offensive tackle, and then uh, current commit Malachi Tolliver. Those are guys coming in on Friday, and then Saturday you look at Jalen Hayward coming in. Uh, so you've got a bunch of commits on this, you know, upcoming this week that are going to be taking their official visits. Um, and what? But well, actually, we're going to do this. Just going to have to, we have to do this. I would like to apologize. Uh, Juan says for not mentioning this on Monday, but Utah is trash. I'm just saying. Um, I don't know if there's going to be an episode from now on that doesn't say this. Uh, but yes, yeah, we got to let Juan say what he's got to say. But overall, right, this weekend's visits, I think you're looking at a big, big time weekend. See, you know, confirm and and see maybe if you can get some of these uh, commits to completely shut down their recruitment. Maybe that's the case, right? I definitely think the the weekend or the visit of the weekend, excuse me, got to be KJ Bolton. Got to be KJ Bolton. Uh, You know, that's a that is a guy that you need in this class. Uh, I know you've got. You know, you've got Hayward and Woodyard, um, you know, and DeMello and all them. But K.J. Bolden in this class would be absolutely huge uh, for Georgia. And, and like Juan said earlier, he thinks that Georgia's uh, – it's Georgia uh, to lose there. And I agree with it. Um, because it's my show and I can do what I want, J-O-double-G. Um, if you're not – she says, why you got to highlight BS comments like that? Uh I'm I'm just saying it's it's my show and I'll do what I want. Um, that's just as simple as that. But yeah, so you got a big list. Let us know. Speaking of, if you're if you're watching this, let us know who you think um, is is the visit, the weekend's biggest visit. Excuse me, I'm having a tough time today. Uh, da, 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 da. But yeah, no, I think like I said, KJ Bolden bringing his family in, uh, and. Getting that Buford pipeline, I think, is going to be fun to see if you can get it done. Uh, try to establish that because Buford's been one of them schools that kind of just hits you and, and it hurts because it's in state. But you, you start to see a lot of kids go to Alabama and elsewhere. And it's just like you need, you know, you need that situation there. Um, you know, obviously, you're looking at just another weekend in June of some huge visits. Uh, listen, I think you're going to see some big momentum. Uh, moving forward, for sure. I just, I just think when it all said and done, I, I think you have KJ Bolton in this class. Um, you know, I, I think you look at, um, you know, maybe, maybe you get some other folks, and, and maybe some, you know, where we sit right now. Maybe after this weekend, you start to see some things change, and kids want to come in and commit. So obviously, we'll see what happens there. Uh, we'll take we'll take a few minutes for those that are watching. If you want to do a quick Q and A, drop uh, drop some questions and comments if you'd like. Um, but in the meantime, we'll take a, a quick second to bring up our second sponsor, uh, and that's Alumni Hall. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Alumni Hall UGA, uh, go give them a follow. Uh, located in Athens, ten minutes away from Sanford Stadium, got licensed Nike. Uh, Cutter and Buck, right? all these different types of brands, all licensed, Southern Tide. Uh, 
excellent stuff. The shirt, the shirt on my back right now come from alumni hall. Uh, and also from, uh, from now until June 18th. So you've got 11 days, uh, DGD dad, 23 from now until then, uh, for father's day, uh, in store and online, get you 20% off your order. Head over to dgdpodcast.com forward slash alumni hall to learn more about alumni hall if you're not familiar with them. Um, but make sure you use that code uh, and get you some nice stuff, especially for those dads out there as Father's Day approaches. With that being said, we'll go back over here to Jeff Hightoff. Huge weekend if we were to have any shot with Houston. Uh, you know, speaking to Edric, I, I think it's interesting to see, um, you know, as it stands right now, I don't know if Georgia lands Edric. I know Edric's a good player. Uh, Juan has some familiar. Um, Juan's familiar with Edric. Uh, he can probably explain more to you, Jeff, about that. I, I just think it's Bama or Ohio State at this point. But with an official visit this weekend, I think it is interesting to see what happens and what comes out of that per se. Um, I, I just think that that's something to watch for sure. Uh, and also, he asked, what's the word with the defensive end Lightfoot from Chicago? Is he taking an official visit to Athens? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, you might see it. I think I know you're talking about Lightfoot. Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. Lightfoot. I don't. I haven't saw anything just yet. I would definitely keep an eye out for that to see um, and just go from there. But I don't think there's – I haven't heard any news about a visit being set up just yet, Jeff. So that will be something to kind of keep an eye out for as as, as we move on through June. Uh, through June. So I think that's something right there. Uh, from that, So obviously with our 17 commits, let us know who you want in this class. Who's – let us know. I'm going to pose a question. Who is – and make a prediction for everybody that's watching. Who is the next Georgia commit? Who do you think it will be? It can be anybody. Who do you think the next player to commit to Georgia will be? I'm a, I think we'll wrap that up and leave it there. With that being said, obviously, uh, Georgia had a huge weekend this past weekend, and things went really, really well. And you're looking at another loaded weekend uh, of official visits. And then, obviously, you know, the new stadium for uh, in Jacksonville, right, Uh yeah, I, I'm not necessarily a fan of the satellite campus, like I said earlier, uh, but the stadium does look nice. It looks like SoFi. Uh, it's got a ring to it, if you will. It kind of rings a bell uh, if, you know, if you're a dog fan. And then, obviously, the NCAA game. Just give us the game, folks. Just give us the game. I, I don't care about names. As a, as a casual fan that loves to play video games, especially college football, it's been since 2014. I just want to play the video game. Please, I just want to do a dynasty and and do what Kirby Smart's doing. That's all. Uh, but with that being said, that's all we've got for today. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and if you're listening on podcast, leave us a review uh, if you like what you're hearing. Uh, with that being said, have a great day. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you back up on Monday to recap this weekend's visits and go dogs.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.